Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Debug Log number 34. Today's episode is all about cheaters. And no, it's not that show from the early 2000s. We're talking about the history of cheating in video games. Zach guides us on a tour from the, you know, the Konami code and Game Genie days all the way to the glitching and speed runs that are going on today. Not only do we look at the different ways cheaters have been successful over the years, we also look at the often hilarious ways that developers handle cheaters in their games. So hopefully you get some ideas from this, and it's a lot of fun. So without further ado, I give you the Debug Log, episode 34. Abina, you back? Yeah, I'm back. My bad. (laughs) (laughs) Farts are funny. (laughs) <laughs> that was actually my chair, but all right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, sure, yeah. My story. <laughs> <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> Eduardo, can I get, get off now? <laughs> Middle of the episode, I'm just going to be... <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness, that's good. <laughs> oh, uh, professionalism. On that You're listening to the Debug Log, a podcast about game development. My name is Zach Schneider. My name's Andrew Curry. I'm Obino Parra. I'm Ryan Kilgore. And I'm Eduardo Castillo Fernandez. Awesome. So uh, today we're uh, kind of, I guess, changing up a little bit. Um, but I'm going to be taking the reins and uh, I'm going to be talking about um, cheating in, in how, how game developers address cheating uh, in, the com- in the gaming community. Um, so without further ado, um, let's get into it. Um, so we're going to start off with going through, I guess, not necessarily history of cheating, but how, how um, different different methods we, they used in the past. So um, one is uh, everybody kind of the biggest thing that comes to my mind when I think of cheating is, is cheat codes and yes. uh, like GTA. Uh, so I remember printing off lists and lists of cheats for GTA Um Zach, I think it's really cute that GTA is the oldest. Yeah, I know. It's not the oldest <laughs> one I remember. But it's like, in this Call of Duty. It's like this old, old game. Seriously. I think it was called Gears Wait, which of GTA War. Are you exactly. About? Are you talking about the top-down one, GTA? Or are you talking about GTA That's like 99. Oh, though. yeah, it has to be the top-down. That's the one. You said 99. Right. That You know, I was nine years old in 99. Okay, well, Jeez, he was uh, still playing with Barney back then. <laughs> <laughs> I still have him. All right, he's still playing with Barney now. <laughs> Anyways, um, so I, I mean, that was my first, uh, I guess, real big experience with, with, uh, I guess, cheating in games. Uh, but I mean, I, I remember before that, we, uh, my brother actually owned a Game Shark, um, and he used that a lot, and I didn't quite understand it at the time. Um, but what are some of the other ones you guys have encountered in the past? Oh, Sag, before we go to the another one, what is a Game Shark? I, I was reading a little bit about it, and I know it's like a device or disc that it gives you codes to cheat on the game on, on games. But yeah, um, if I remember correctly, it's like a like a hex editor. So basically, it it 
it's it'll search through your I guess either your saves or the game that you're playing, and it'll search through for values like associated with like say health or uh, ammunition or things like that, and it'll edit those numbers. Was it that yeah, procedure at that time though? Well, no, actually, what it was, it was like it's cl- it's like cl- very close to what Zach's saying. It was a hardware device that, say, on the NES, you'd plug the cartridge into this piece of hardware, then plug the hardware into the NES, and that hardware acted as an intermediary that would like patch the code of the cartridge. So basically, like Zach was saying, it'd go through memory, and you'd get a booklet that had these values you would input, and then you'd input like yeah. which would essentially be a memory address, and then you'd like dump a like an int in there, so that and that could give you like infinite life or infinite ammo. So apparently, essentially, you were hot patching game code as you played to get these That's sort cool. of like advantages. Yeah. See, I th- oh. always thought it was like actual. Oh, okay. Because I mean, cheat codes and their essentialness. I mean, the beginning of cheat codes are basically just debug codes, right? The developers have yeah. in there to, like, while they're testing it, it's like I need infinite, I need God mode, so I don't die while I'm testing this or whatever. And I always thought the Game Shark was just almost like the interface between those, but that's pretty cool. They actually hacked like the memory addresses of those wrong, those cartridges, wrong cartridges, yeah, and exactly. said, "Hey, that's neat." So that is actually cheating because cheat codes and essentially aren't. But I, I don't know. I, I think that's interesting. Well, and I, I was actually reading a little something about like the actual cheat codes that you know, like you see on like Game Radar or like uh, Cheat Planet or things like that. Is that like it's, they're actually made, you know, like Andrew said, by the the game companies, but they were also, I think, either sold or distributed slowly into the these sites, so that uh, I guess people would be less likely to actually go and try to find exploits in the game. So they'd be like, "Oh, look, I'm cheating by because I went and found this this code in this magazine that I have." And it, it kind of keeps people within the, in the reins of, of what the developers want. That's cool. That's actually an interesting like topic, I guess. I was wondering like if it's you know if, if it was just like a just as it relates to development, like hey, I just need infinite help to test something, or it's like you know this was intended. Like I want to put in health cheats and, and ammo cheats. So later, my player base will get to experience that and have fun. I think with it that. might have evolved to that, though. Yeah, maybe. exactly. Because yeah. like, it seemed like it was something like every game had, and it was just like it, when you get a new game, you just start you're like, "How do I get infinite health in this game?" And that it was there. You know, it was like there was never a case where it wasn't around. For at least for me, I remember searching. I was like, oh, "I can always get infinite health." Well, they must have made money off of it because there were whole magazines, even for internet, Zach, but their whole yeah. magazines like yeah. devoted is like game cheats, and so by that rationale. The game companies have been dumb if they weren't making money off of feeding those to those yeah, companies. Yeah. So those companies are making money off that. And so even that it was such a secretive time because remember, even think about it like <laughs> Mortal Kombat fatalities could be considered cheats because they weren't they they didn't say those in the game. You had to buy a cheat magazine mm-hmm. to yeah, learn what I the fatalities those. were. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a it's weird kind of area. Yeah, I'm actually you have me thinking about like uh, you know if these developers were like working hand in hand with these cheat code uh, companies, they had to be, just like yeah, just like Game Shark. If you're like, hey, I'm gonna give you all my cheats, and you know Ryan's explanation of how the Game Shark worked. What if it was just like, hey, for Internet Health, go the you know enter this cheat because I'm, it's not like it's like searching and doing some crazy algorithms to find out cheats. It's just like, hey. The developer said cheat is, you know, infinite health is this value. Well, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, yeah, they may have given out the, uh, like, the specific, I guess, address for that. Uh, like, because it basically searches out a memory address and then replaces that value in that address. So it may be they, they supplied them with the address or somebody went through and actually looked where this value is being held. 
Yeah, I just thinking this. It might be funny if it was just really simple and not just this complicated memory. Well, memory because access. I mean, later on, we'll uh, I'll go over some other types that that do a similar uh, similar feature, but now for more modern games. Um, but some one of the other ones is uh, command console cheats. So I didn't get into like computer gaming at, for uh, I guess a while, but I know that that was really really popular um, in the gaming community. So. Yeah, actually, that one's that one actually knows me as kind of interesting because, like, I did play a lot of like you know PC shooters growing up, like a ton of Quake and stuff like that. And it's like it's it gets like sort of almost line blurring too, where the console commands come in because some of it's outright cheating, right? Like you turn on God mode mm-hmm. and then you know you're you're all powerful. But then there's other things like in multiplayer. It's like maybe I'm going to change my field of vision. Maybe I'll lower the texture resolution to where it's all just almost right. a, a brown soup behind these bright red players, and then I can spot them faster. You know. So yeah, the console command stuff really sort of opened up this more not outright cheating, but creative advantages people could just sort of type in. But cool. you have to know the the code to type. Yeah, yeah, but those command. were like a lot of times just, those are freely available because, like we t- said before, like the developer would just be like, "Oh yeah, on the console, just, just type like Q Q command or whatever," and then there would be like a keyword and a value, and then all of a sudden it's like FOV is now set to 120 degrees instead of 90 degrees. The texture levels are set to like you know mip map you know five instead of mip map zero or you know whatever. It's like basically lowering the texture resolutions. Okay, so. It's like like the console in uh, the operating system, not like a list of, of commands that you select from and then you enter it somewhere else. So right, like exactly. Console, it's exactly yeah. Okay, like okay. Yeah. It's like a debug log, if you will. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I actually had to console. use... Yeah, I actually had to use when I was doing when I started. I mean, this is only a few years ago. Really got more into PC stuff, but when I was playing Skyrim on PC. Because those games, the Bethesda games are so buggy, you know, that <laughs> I actually had to use it. I I had to look. I knew that existed, but it's like I just want to play the game, and maybe afterwards I'll mess around and screw around with stuff in there. But I actually had to look it up because I got like a game breaking like bug, where like one of the missions in some flashback where the dragon's supposed to come, they're like, "Here he comes!" And what's that to happen? He's supposed to swoop in, and I'm just sitting there waiting for like five minutes, like, uh, uh, and I would I would load my save. And it would go right back to the same spot. I'm like, well, shit. And so I actually had to go look it up because they have commands to like advance to every scene, any scene, the hundreds of scenes in that game. Oh, I, could, wow. I just I had to go in there and advance to the next scene to get past it. And it's the only way I could do it or else like start over the 40-hour playthrough that I had. So the, sometimes they come in handy because they're just they help get through their stupid bugs. Yeah, that, now that we're talking about them, um, like cheating and stuff like that. I remember a story that um, one of my teachers in the university in Cuba told me when he was a student, and he said that one of his friends, um, they had to make a project, which was a a game, and the game had three lives. And uh, his friend made like a virus, but now that I'm thinking about it, it's more like Game Shark. So what he did was make the game after you lose a life, uh, you will go and get infinite infinite um, lives. So the idea was you start with three <coughs> lives. So the the algorithm looked for all the three in the code. And then he searched for when you lose a life, he will go and search all the twos. And surprisingly, um, 
I don't know if it was uh, you have to lose another life. I don't remember really well, or <laughs> or just with one, losing one life, you you had the right number. So he changed that number to infinity, and that's it. You have infinite lives. Okay, like, so, damn, that's so crazy. what Eduardo is explaining is actually the, it's the new version of I guess Game Genie and, and Game Shark. It's kind of like a um, an app value scanner, and uh, they tend to use these a lot and say like the like Farmville and things like that. Maybe not the ones that are online, but some of the the ones that you might download from the app store that are uh, that are just local. But basically, it it does exactly what it says: is it searches for floats or ints in your in the program as it's running, and then uh, you decrement that that integer either by buying something or, or some other way, and it looks for the next number that you you increment or decremented it to, oh, and then that yeah. I guess shortens the field, and then so yeah, eventually. Uh, usually, in a very short amount of time, it'll it'll zero in on that value, and then you just change that value. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about now. It's like taking memory snapshots. It's like you get to a point, like in the game, like you're saying, "I'm going to buy something," and you just like don't do anything before you buy something, and you take a snapshot of the memory. Then you perform the action of buying something, and then take another snapshot of that memory, and like, all right, which what number, what address shifted? So it's like you can you can kind of do that like comparison. So it's like when you're doing that search, everything else should be pretty much the same. Maybe there's a timer running, but that's maybe a little bit of noise. But like when you bought that item, all of a sudden this one value of this one memory address just boop shifted by, and you can tell how much because you knew how much the item was. So it's like oh that shifted by ten. That's probably it. Exactly. Yeah, that's pretty clever because what are the probabilities that two numbers do that? Yeah, yeah. If you try to keep the system static and just do that one action, yeah, it's pretty obvious. It can be pretty obvious anyway. What what caused it or where it is? Yeah, I've seen a, a curious. Um, I mean, we'll we'll get into more of the ways that that people handle uh, cheaters uh, a little later, and that's actually the reason for going uh, through all these different types of cheating. But just a, a quick mention: I've seen somebody actually put dummy values. I guess it's just containers that hold the same exact value of your life or your, your oh. coins. So when you go in and you, you do this, it basically duplicates that value into all these spots. And then you have 35 different values that have the same exact number. And you're like, Oh, well, I don't know. I can change them all, but you know, it, it'll take you a while to get through them all. Yeah. So th- that, that was kind of a unique way. So like I said, the, the reason why we're going through all these different types of cheating is to show you that, you know, cheaters will find a way and that, just to show you all the creative solutions that come up to, to I guess, trying to beat the system. Um, so I guess we'll go into like more, I guess, defined types of cheating. So we went through some of like the cheat engines like uh, Game Genie, Game Shark, and these these new app scanners. Uh, but one of the ones that, uh, I mean, I recently started playing, well, I say recently, but it, it's been about a year now. Uh, but I started playing uh, Knights of the Old Republic. Um, the MMO the, from Bioware, and uh, they had a lot of bot farming going on in this, and that's where they—I guess—they get a pre-programmed uh, uh, bot essentially. So it's it's a it's a program telling I guess the uh, a specific player to do a specific action over and over again, uh, and they they use this to either farm objects or uh, or even to to go and and run raids over and over again using the the a successful unknown successful pattern of, of actions so that they can get uh as much money and then sell that money to other other players 
Um, any? Do you guys know of any other ones that are like for MMOs? Oh, you mean just uh, like, mean like methodologies? Or, yeah. Yeah. Most no. of them have been what you well, described. I, because, I mean, most yeah, of them exactly. are like think, some sort of scripts or macros or something that like send your agent off to like, you know, like like you said, repeatedly run a, t- a task at a known like interval or pattern that like gains you money or experience or something like that. Um, like like outside of that, it's it's that's about all you can do as far as I know in a server authoritative system is just try to make the automation as such that you know they can't detect it and it does what you want like when you're asleep at night. Yeah, right. I, I've I've heard I, I I haven't been able to find any uh, I guess source of this. Uh, but I've heard that some people use like for MMOs. So like, uh, was it, um, is it jailbreaker studios made that game? It's, um, it's, it's like a clone of Daisy. Um, darn it. I, I, I was playing with somebody I was playing with at work. Basically it's, it's just a, a an MMO, uh, survival game. And I think some of the players in it were actually, uh, uh, I guess modifying their update rates. So that they can move uh, faster throughout the environment than other players. Oh, speed and actually, hacks. they they could, yeah. So they could also use it to, I guess, uh, go through walls because I guess the on one update they'd be on one side of the wall, the next update they'd be on the other side of the wall. So, um, kind of crazy things like that. But again, I haven't been able to find any any source of that uh, those rumors. But I, I think it does exist, and I think they used some kind of third party modifier for that. Actually, yeah. There, there is, now that you mentioned, there is a suite for that because a, a game I work on in the past, it was a like a, a web-based game that we, you know, we weren't really concerned about. It was like a little co-op game just against AI. I mean, it was it was it was for kids, so you know, we weren't too concerned about cheating. But you know, it was pretty much the client authoritative. So, but they found out real fast that oh. Really, it's client authoritative. So they download the speed hack package, and all of a sudden, next thing you know, you know, their firing rates and movement rates went through the roof. You know, they, they just tell the server, "I'm moving here and doing this now," and it's like, "Okay, whatever." You know, and bam, they're like just clearing levels in no time. Seems kind of boring, though. <laughs> yeah, it was, no, it was. It was, it was like nine-year-olds doing this. Like, I got, got a sweet cheat pack wares off the of my RC channel. Um, so I guess another version of, uh, uh, cheating, I guess this kind of goes along with game engines, but, uh, like jailbroken apps. Um, so this, I I think this was really popular, uh, like a few years ago with iPhones and stuff. Uh, but, but people would, I guess, uh, jailbreak their phone and then download a jailbroken version of an application. Uh, Clash of Clans actually had a, a pretty good example of this where, um, I guess all their top players uh, and their leaderboards had like crazy amount of trophies uh, because basically what their, their application, their cracked application would do is tap the screen every so often. So it would never go to sleep. And if it was never asleep then they could never be attacked. And it, it, I guess their trophies kept going up. Um, so because they could never be attacked, they never lost their trophies. Um, so, What's another one we have here? Um, that's a, that the talking about the mobile app thing. That's actually something that, I mean, I guess in talking about all of these cheats, it's it's really ambiguous and it's hard to talk about it because some some. I mean, I mean, at the end we can kind of wrap it up, but some of them talk about how things that enrich the game and make it more of a fun experience, or like in my case, they let get, let me get past the point. They're kind of positive cheats. They're just kind of. 
things, sandboxes to mess around the game with and help you learn about the game. But on the other side, there's these negative things that actually the the reason they're negative is because they could hurt other players and the enjoyment they have with the game. You know, maybe that's a good way to define it. And with those mobile ones, it really does hurt because even going back to Eduardo, you talked about the Google Play services, like the leaderboards being such an important thing. And we mentioned in that episode that a lot of times in the iOS ones and even that, the top 50 spots are all 9999999999 because it's some freaking jailbreak thing. And you're like, well, what the heck? Like, I can't even try to get there. So I'll just compete against my friends, which is probably more realistic in most people's cases. But still, it's like it's kind of that's where these start to be negative. It's when they're they're cheating in the whole the cheating is hurting the other people in that environment. You know, that kind of sucks. Yeah, but you know, for that, uh, Google Play Services is doing something interesting. When you go to the... Uh, like he's got a commission on this. He's, like, he's <laughs> taking over the episode now. <laughs> Sell it! Sell it! <laughs> Let me be happy! <laughs> so what they do is, um, when you go to the Google Play developer console, um, they say, You're, do you want your stats to have a li- top limit? So well, I don't know good. if... Yeah. If they yeah. can break that... Don't the... hold me back, daughter. I, I might get a <laughs> record-breaking score. Don't hold me back. Um, so I guess that those are, that's like a, a pretty good example of, of, I guess, breaking the rules right. uh, for, for uh, things like that. But So Clash of Clans actually addressed this by saying, okay, well, they in, enforced a six-hour sign-out limit. So you, you play for six hours straight. You shouldn't then would, be playing that game for more than six yeah. hours. And then it would <laughs> forcefully sign you out, and then you could be attacked. And you actually had, I can't remember how long you had to be offline. Um, but, like, so, like, I guess the players found a way around that by using the actual game mechanics to quote-unquote cheat. So what they would do is, say, if they had a clan member who was with them, they would leave the clan. And then if they were at an even trophy level... If they were to lose to a person of, of an even trophy level, then they would lose less trophies and gain a, uh, uh, like a 12-hour shield. Versus if they were to be attacked by uh, somebody who's a lot lower in trophies and they would be defeated, then they would lose a ton more trophies. Um, so what they would do is say, okay, I'm, I'm logging off at this time. You leave the clan and attack me. I'll get a 12-hour shield. Then I'll try to attack you when you log off and you get a 12-hour shield. And then we're safe. And then you stay at these high level of trophies. It's so crazy. These, these people could be solving yeah, world exactly. energy crisis. The hobby of these people has to be like how to cheat on the game instead of just playing it. Mm, oh, I my know. God. It's kind of that's like a whole nother episode. It's like, why just need to cheat? sit these people in a room <laughs> and make them try to solve cancer? Yeah, I know. That's what I mean. <laughs> And who wants to play Clash um, of Clans that long? Jesus Christ! <laughs> because it's not even in, it's not even monetary value. Because you could say that the bot farming you can get money for that because you can trade that on those off market exactly. sites. Yeah. But with some of the Clash, I maybe the, I mean maybe I don't know. Maybe the Clash of Clans stuff can do that. So I don't know. But sometimes if they're going to that trouble just to get the highest score, some people are just like, trolling. Yeah, yeah, it's just trolling. That's um, a lot of effort. So, oh, wow. Exactly. It's really it's the most. Um, actually, one of my favorite, I guess, cheats that I use, and actually recently, uh, it, it, uh, I guess it became relevant again for me, was in uh, Fallout 4, was a, a duplication glitch. I use that so much, too. <laughs> because, uh, well, if you haven't played Fallout 4 when it came out, it, it basically had a, uh, I guess, a cap cheat. So you could actually get infinite caps through this weird glitch in a, uh, um, in a vendor. 
uh, and then they they They'll patch buy that. and resell or something. Yeah, yeah. is is some crazy pattern that somebody figured out by I, I don't I have no idea how they figured it out. Anyways, it made uh, the game they, more fun for me. I love yeah, it. I mean, so. tell you the truth, me too. The fact that it, I didn't have to go wandering and search every single building for something. Yeah, uh, but they patched this. Uh, but in the patch, they I guess they didn't address the the duplication glitch, which is where if you took uh, I guess gave your uh, dropped an item on the ground and you had your dog with you, dog meat, you could tell him to pick it up, and right as he picked it up, you pick it up too. And so I guess his animation, when his animation starts, it registers that item as picked up, but the item doesn't get destroyed until after the animation is complete. <laughs> So wow. you could pick it up while it's in that animation, and it basically just duplicates the item. This Bethesda games are so buggy. Like I said, I mentioned my Skyrim problems before with Fallout. My favorite glitch with Fallout is where you start the game in a vault, and there's like this big cryolator gun, which is supposed to be so amazing. And you're oh, like, yes. I'll come back to that at some point after I played 50 hours and found this key or whatever it is. I don't even know how you actually get it. But the, but if you actually go back the moment you get dog meat, the dog, you say, go get that for me, and he can just get it. <laughs> He'll just bring it back to you. He's just like, "Ah, okay. Yeah, you're like, okay, thanks. (laughs) The guy just falls to the ground and he picks it up. Man's Um, best friend. So, (laughs) I mean, uh, there's examples of duplication glitches in in tons and tons of games. One of the other ones I've done it is uh, Star Wars Knights of the Republic, which is an old uh, RPG that I used to play. You can actually duplicate lightsabers by, I guess, like transferring crystals between lightsabers. But, um, kyber crystals. What? Kyber, kyber yeah. crystals. Lightsabers. Yeah, man. Come on, nerd. Come on, nerd. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> Am I going to have to explain how to build oh, one again? <laughs> yes, Don't you please. deny your Star Wars nerddom, Zach. Don't act cool. Don't do that on me right now. I, I can't help it. <laughs> People are watching. I mean, listening. Um, so yeah, the, there's the, I love the duplication glitches cause it, it oftentimes it doesn't, um, doesn't hurt other players cause usually it's in a, in a, like a, like I said, RPG game, but, um, I guess, uh, I, I guess it's not a duplication glitch, but, um, Ryan, you, you actually ran into a, an issue or was it you or was it, uh, people you, you know, with, uh, um, was that, um, the game we were just talking about, Andrew Overwatch. No, um, <laughs> no, not it was earlier today. Um, you, you guys play it a lot. You and David play it. Oh, Dark Souls, Dark Souls. Yeah, where uh, people would have hacked items and then leave them in the world. Uh, I guess it's not necessarily oh, a duplication yeah. glitch, but no, that, yeah, I guess that was that, a glitch where people on the PC version would figure out, you know, how to augment weapons to like do crazy damage or like you know have rings do special stuff and. You know, this goes into a whole other thing, but, um, you know, basically, you know, Namco Bandai would detect these things on them and then you'll ban their accounts or something. Uh, there's a whole other crappier thing that happened here where you could go into somebody else's world and drop these things and then you could accidentally pick them up. Like as a, an, an ignorant user, you'd just be like, oh, look, there's a new sword here this guy left. And all of a sudden now you've got a hacked item on your account and you could get banned. And there's been some, you know, PR issues with that, but um, anyway, yeah, it's people hacking those items in Dark Souls to get you know better stats or whatever. Yeah, that sucks because it's something that you just found. <laughs> well, that speaks to yeah, those people exactly. trying. I mean, because I mean, because really, what this episode's about is not just we're naming a bunch of things and talking about <laughs> cheats and glitches. It's about as a developer, what can you do and like what are the different strategies, and that sucks because. They're at least trying. They had some kind of algorithm or system in place to try to prevent that. 
but then it's like overzealous and actually they didn't realize they could game that anti-cheating algorithm too. You know, you're like, damn, like, yeah. damn, we actually, now they're banning people that weren't even cheating, which sucks. I mean, that's a, that's right. a tough thing for them. Oh, check this out. And they were also like, people were like, well, what are we supposed to do? And they're like, well, back, like back up your games. They're like, how? They're like, well, save it in the cloud. And like, you don't offer cloud saving on the PC. <laughs> How are we supposed to do that? And they're like, well, you take your game, and then you get a Dropbox account, and you take your save files. Oh, no. That was their solution, I read. And I was like, that that doesn't fly, guys. Come on. You've got to – I mean, you got to do better than that. It's, uh, it was, it's a debacle. Um, yeah. <laughs> so to name, a, I guess, a, a, a few others just really quickly, I mean, there's uh, like – I guess speed runs, which some people consider cheating and some people don't. Um, I, I I guess I've done some speed running in the in the past with uh, with some. Destiny. Um, <laughs> so like like wall breaching or, or sparrow clipping, as they call it. So like where you can get on your sparrow, you can actually go through geometry, and you can actually skip entire parts of the level by just sitting there and waiting for the, the I guess people to despawn or right. or things like that. Yeah. Um, one of the other ones, Star Wars Knights of Republic 2, had like a, um, I guess it, it was either developer tool or um, or I, 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 a glitch. I don't know. Basically, if you if you ran out of a room really quickly after a load and walked to a wall, there was an object you can select. And if you select it, it basically brings up a context menu where it says, okay, what do you want to skip to? And you can actually skip through the entire game and actually go to the end sequence. Right. Um, nice. But there's there's been tons and tons of other ones where people just post all their uh, their I guess speed runs and how to yeah. do it. Um, well, speed run is like speed running thing is like a huge community, and to me, it's like <laughs> the to, speed running is the opposite side of the spectrum. Well, that's like the most positive example of cheating and glitching because speed runners take advantage of all the cheating they can and all the glitches and all the tool assisted stuff they can, but. It's incredible when you watch them because they they really focus on like it kind of sucks when a new game like Dark Souls Three is having all those issues, but they'll take advantage of them. If you watch just playthroughs where they'll play through Bloodborne in an hour, or they'll play through they like we realize it's like glitch in Half Life Two if you jump up backwards and then jump forwards, you just start propelling across the terrain at thousand miles per hour and you can skip through the whole level. You're like, this is amazing. <laughs> and it, and it almost feels like speed runs are a celebration of the glitches and, you know, the cheats that happen eventually in all the game development. So, and, and they also kind of, you know, I mean, I guess sometimes maybe those people aren't buying the game. They have ROMs and other things, the, the versions of the games are speed running, but I find speed running kind of entertaining. They do the fun thing every summer. Um, and I guess winter now too, where they do games played quick or whatever. It's like a Twitch event over a weekend and they just have a whole schedule of people speed running. If you haven't checked it out, because I always thought speed running was just, we play Mario really quickly. And I was like, that's not interesting to me. I don't really care about that display of skill, but it's more like we play this game really quickly. But when you get to the second level, if you jump up halfway through the third part and you flip frames, it'll bump you to the eighth level. They know this, like this intense, again, they could be curing cancer, but they're doing this, but it's kind of fun. <laughs> and it's like, they're, they're doing these really just in-depth knowledge of these games. And like, you're playing Dark Souls now, three now, Ryan, and like Bloodborne. Yeah. Once you watch somebody speed run a game like that in an hour, it's mesmerizing. 
Because you're like, it oh is. my goodness. <laughs> I was so scared playing it. I took 50 hours. And apparently you could just run right through it. I didn't know that was possible. So it's, it, it, I think speed runs are the kind of where, where glitches and cheats go to die. Not to go to die, but go to be celebrated. So I find that a fun community. It'd be fun to get somebody, a good speed runner on the show, and talk to them about that. Because it's a whole subculture. Yeah, and it's it's you're right. It's it's a very interesting thing that is celebrated, and then it sometimes it also spawns new gameplay techniques. Because I remember right. like Quake done quicker. Like that's where I realized you can rocket jump. You know, it's like then oh, yeah, all of a yeah. sudden that that was a completely a, a technique people started using in multiplayer games. I'll sacrifice a little armor and health just to like like propel myself up on this platform or or move to this area really quickly or you know or like bunny hop this direction. You know, it's it it was really cool when they figured out like if I you sort of tweak the system this way, I can squeeze this much more speed out of it. Uh, yeah. Was it Halo Combat Evolved? You could actually, uh, I think it was Assault on the Control Room. Uh, or I can't remember. It was basically the, the the snow level. You could actually shoot a banshee down that that actually comes and attacks you as long as you didn't cross a pond, and then you yeah. can actually fly through the rest of the level. That's uh, why those things are so <laughs> weird because they're they're so esoteric in their instructions. Like if you move right seven paces, you look up to the sky, you close your eyes, and you do this thing. And I was like, how did you find this out? It's like by sheer thousands of people playing it who just spent way too many hours playing it but they figured out these cheats but there's always they're always really intense but they're they kind of i kind of find them they kind of expose the magic of these game worlds and stuff too when you when you're kind of (laughs) soaring over a half-life 2 map and the parts you're never supposed to be you're like how strange they built this part of the map and they built you know it's it's i think it's fun you know one of the the cool things uh i found when i was playing uh, destiny is that if you, there's certain portions where you can actually jump outside the map, but you'll see uh, other pieces of the level, I guess, that aren't attached. So basically, in some places, you go through a lift, and then it seems as if you're just going straight up, but you're actually being teleported to another part of the level. So it, it, everything's, instead of it being basically a load to another uh, like another 3D scene, it's actually just, just a, another, uh, like, I guess coordinate inside that same map, which I thought was is really that why they're odd. load. T- is that why their load times were so long? Sometimes you're actually loading ten areas, and it's just like, yeah. There's these areas one never used. Like one that one area, they had that monster at the bottom, which you never got to. Remember, like that. yeah, it actually has like I couldn't figure out a use for that that room at all. I mean, I'm, I've been down there and actually like with a few people actually killed the monster, but like there's actually nothing there. Yeah, so it's, it's huh. quite weird. It may be something for like a DLC later or or since, but I haven't gone down there in a long time. Yeah, if you're um, a spe- if you're a speed runner or anything, write into the show and talk to us about it. We'd love to talk to you about it because I think it's yeah, it's a fun, strange world that I think it'd be fun to like get more. Not I don't want to do it, but I love watching. Yeah, you it. do. It's fun. I don't want to do. It. I don't he have that. Wants I, don't, to do it. I don't have that time, guys. You know, I don't have that time. What do you mean? It's a speed run for a reason, though. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. Have more time to do now, but the problem maybe. is, it's like, yeah, I can do this game in an hour, but it took me twenty thousand hours to gain this skill and knowledge to do that. <laughs> Just be better, Andrew. Yeah, well, try, have you tried not sucking less? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so now I guess we can we can get into the more uh, meatier portion of of this, and that's how uh, game developers have dealt with uh, these cheaters. Um, and a word we used a lot, uh, so far, I guess is bans. 
Um, so one of the, one of the, I guess, most popular ways of dealing with cheaters, especially in, in MMOs and in online games is just to ban them. Um, so some people just do soft bans where they say, okay, well, we're going to, um, kick you off for a few days. Don't do it again. Um, and other places do hard bans where they just straight up delete your account and say, all right, you're done. You can't come back on. You actually have to start a whole new account to get back on. Um, then they have uh, like character resets. So I can't remember what game uh, is. I think it was, um, uh, gosh, what's it? We were just playing it again. My memory is so bad. Um, uh, Ryan, we were playing it the other day. Division <laughs> Overwatch. There we go. Oh, Rocket League. <laughs> Rocket League. Just Overwatch. name all the games we played together, guys. Yeah. Come on. So, Rocket League, um, Overwatch. Um, so it's the division. Uh, division. Um, yeah. There we go. Um, <laughs> anyways, so in the division, catalog. if you, yeah. uh, I guess if you you had, um, uh, I guess done a certain cheat, they would uh, do a soft ban, so they'd kick you off for a while, and say, "Hey, don't do that again." And then if you, I guess, continue to do the the exploit, they would reset your character. Uh, and I guess ban you for a little bit longer. And then on top of that, if you keep keep doing the stuff, then they uh, actually just ban your account. Um, so th- I mean, that's an example of somebody using all three. Um, so when right. you when you say reset, uh, do, you, do you mean reset pre cheating or reset is like yeah that character like levels? Done. Yeah, uh, they basically yeah. So they'll reset your levels, reset your skills, oh, that uh, sucks. remove all <laughs> objects from your your character. Um, I think uh, uh, there's more specific examples uh, a little bit later, but um, some people just actually, if they if they're detected, uh, uh, they have I guess anti um, cheating teams, uh, anti hacking teams on the some of these uh, MMORPGs, where they'll actually just take over your account and just destroy your character in front of you. Yikes. In front yeah. of you. Watch this. You look at this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look what happens. It's <laughs> just spiteful. Yeah. yeah I, I watched a video of, uh, I guess, somebody who, um, this guy who's, I guess, he was doing a teleportation cheat and he was jumping around the level, killing everybody really, really quickly. And uh, it, it got to be a problem where he had killed several hundred people in an hour. Uh, so one of the anti hackers uh, on the, uh, the team actually hacked his account. Uh, destroyed his, uh, all of his equipment and then took him up to the highest point in the game and jumped him off uh, and filmed the entire thing. And then they finally just banned him. Uh, so, it, I mean, public humiliation has a lot to do, uh, I guess, uh, it is another valid form of, uh, of anti-cheating. Um, what's some other ones? So, uh, deleting your saves. Uh, that's another one I, I've seen. Um also, uh, actually labeling your saves as uh, a cheating save. So that gets, that goes into the form of public humiliation. So if you have your friend over and they're like, what is that? Are you cheated? Um, <laughs> so yes, that, I did. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I wanted that infinite money. Come on. <laughs> My roller coaster is going to look awesome right now. <laughs> yeah, that's not that bad. Yeah. So... Um, there's, uh, I guess my favorite, uh, so being, uh, well, there's another one before my favorite, but, uh, uh, being labeled as a cheater. So like they would actually, I think there was a Zelda game, um, 
I think it was Zelda. Anyways, they it was Zelda. Zelda. Yeah, it was Zelda. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a Zelda game. <laughs> Many of them. Uh, where they would actually label you a cheater if they if they found that you were cheating. So all throughout the rest of the game, they would actually change your name to Thief. Oh my god, it's like Scarlet Letter. This is <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and and constantly berate you. So all the townspeople would berate you for cheating. Shame on you. Shame. 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 That's Game of Thrones reference. Uh, Actually, I had a a question about the bands. Uh, 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 (laughs) (laughs) You want to get in character for all the teenagers that are cheating, right? I have a question. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, let's get back to it. I had a question about the bands, and that's uh, what was I gonna say? Now you guys messed me up about like how developers uh, uh, ban players. Like you know, it's kind of an interesting, I guess, dilemma when you have players that are playing or paying for your game, and but are still like trying to exploit the game. Like I wonder how they deal with like banning paying customers or, or if they do or if that's something well, you they think. do everybody's they, a paying customer i guess exactly yeah. so no, well i mean like i mean no not just like initial buy like a uh, single purchase i mean like say if you have like um like a retained player right yeah like a retained well, player that are well you gotta you gotta think of it this way um it, that retained player who's who's sitting there and cheating and exploiting the game i'd say most of the time, if it's a uh, if it's a hard ban, it's because they're affecting other people's plays. Right, right. That, so they're they're looking at it as, as perspective as this one person is playing and paying to play, but then there's these hundreds of people who are being affected by this one player, and we want to make maintain their the quality of their playthrough. So we're going to say, okay, this guy's going to get banned. Yeah, um, right. And that like an, an edge that, case to that though is I've actually heard people at like who have worked at some mobile studios though say. You know, your buy-in, like, say if it's a free-to-play game and you're, you know, it's like you're investing in the system to a certain degree, like, you or I may only put 10 bucks into it, but there may literally be some, like, oil baron in the Middle East who's like, hey, guess what? I'd dump $1,000 a day into this game. If they catch them doing something a little shady, they're not just going to, like, auto-ban them. Like, well, you're propping up the economy by, like, 10%. Right. Please don't do that anymore. Why does he have to be an oil uh, oil baron though. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Couldn't he be like money? Check yeah, this. So has this well, actually happened, Ryan? Or like, uh, this no, seems like a very specific I'm case. Get, uh, I'm not getting this. He's like, this is my uncle. I can't. And I just I've talked to other people in the industry, and they they've worked on games where a large portion of the economy might be propped up by like a certain clan or even a certain person. Well, and so and they, they like treat that. them differently. Yeah. It's life. They treat them differently because money. Well, that's yeah. the, that's even a cynical yeah. view of that. Cause we talked about like how there's a difference between, yeah, it's glitches and we have glitches and you guys are exploiting them, but we're going to patch them out and they'll be fine. But against glitches that actually affect the entire community and make the, the player experience for everybody else horrible. But that's a good point. It's like we think, yeah, it's virtuous. It's good or bad. That's great. And then they're kind of like, what affects people spending money in this? Like if that glitch is not really affecting people, other people playing it, but these other people are doing something and it actually they're putting more money into it. That might be something, you know, because bands can come across. They don't even have to come in cheating. What is it? You know, being a your big League of Legends, they, League of Legends just riot just band that that started banning people they banned that one guy who's just been trolling people for like years mm-hmm. right on twitch and just joining matches and fucking everybody up and like ah they suck and just like really laughing at it and he's like why don't they ban me why don't they ban me and they finally did 
So, like, because that is a detriment to that is a detriment to people playing it. He's not spending any money, and people can't do it. So, it kind of comes down. Well, he just like he would join matches and be crappy, and he he'd stream it, and he was a super popular Twitch streamer because he would just troll everybody. But it what? But it made for fun entertainment while you're watching the, the Twitch stream. <laughs> but it's not fun when you're playing in that match with them, you know. And he yeah. he's done it for years, and they finally said, "Dude, you're out." And they life banned life banned him. But the problem is, can't you just make another account? And they would never know. So it's like it's <laughs> it's weird. So I, I I think it's it's interesting that you're right, Ryan. It's like we think it's a moral thing. It's like well. If it detriments players' experience, but also it comes down to money. If they, somehow the mm-hmm. cheat is making people make a lot of money, like the bot farming and stuff, somehow mm-hmm. they're they're engaging in it, and that is generating so much more revenue of like because even those bot farmers have to pay subscription services every month for WoW, right? So you're like, well, I yeah, don't I'm know. wondering yeah. how like how yeah. many companies and and developers of games are actually you know more because there's a lot of uh, MMOs that I've seen. Um, Probably a lot of Eastern more so than Western MMOs, but that with the bot farmers that actually just have a lot of bot farmers just that are always there and people complain about them and but like nothing really gets done to them. And I was like wondering yeah, like, if that's like if they're actually working hand in hand. It's like, hey, that's actually generating a little bit more money for us if we create our own bots. We know the system, and then you know that's helping. It's engagement. It drives mm-hmm. engagement, right? Exactly. Yeah, that's a good point. I've actually. Uh, I can neither confirm nor deny if I know somebody Whoa. who's uh, who's Uh-oh. used. Stop I guess, talking God. Fifth Amendment. Who has purchased <laughs> some some uh, I guess credits from a, a bot farming company? Uh-uh. I just bought and, the drugs. I didn't deal them. <laughs> and was punished for it. Uh, but the punishment, um, I guess fits that of a, 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 I guess, a bigger corporation dealing with this type of cheating in that they just took the money back out of the account. So instead of saying, okay, well, we're going to ban ban whoever this was and ban um, the the person who sold it, they just said, oh, well, we're just going to remove the money. Well, so that- they still get the subscription fee. They still get the uh, from me or whoever did it and then still get the subscription <laughs> fee from... <laughs> from, from me uh, or whoever did well, I mean, <laughs> I mean someone else. <laughs> well, but that gets into a bigger question that's weird though too. I mean, this is a whole. Other, we, every time we talk about stuff, there's so many episodes we could do. But like, this, it depends on the type of game. Because if you have a highly competitive, like Call of Duty, Halo, Halo game, like people are cheating, exploiting stuff, you you like nip that in the bud immediately because it's based on skill. It's based on very precise, you know, <laughs> minutia of what people are doing and strategy and that. That sucks the fun out of it if people are cheating. But with MMO models, it's weird because sometimes that's based more on a kind of an addiction model, you know? So they're not necessarily, they're not necessarily going against, are they cheating? But more like, what keeps player hooked on this? If like, you know, if they, if actually buying gold or buying something keeps them hooked on this, maybe we're not going to crack down on that as much because it's, that's the type of game, you know. So in that's, to a, that, that's a weird topic. Yeah, and, and yeah, yeah. Well, this is my last comment. But in addition to that, you know, there's also last. the the influx of a player base on MMOs. You know, you, you get like with those bot accounts and with you know fake accounts, you're getting the influx of player base to your MMO, um, right. which can help in the especially in the, in the beginning stages of an MMO. Um, 
So right, I mean, you don't want to turn you don't want to turn that down because exactly. it's like it drives engagement. But you're like because people playing it's like I'd I'd rather do, it's like people in in mobile games putting like it's like whales in mobile games they're putting a hundred dollar in app purchase because hey I'm rich I just want to jump to the to the end and be able to do the fun stuff. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of weird. It's it gets into weird. This is like art versus commerce discussion that we can get into later. But it's it's interesting, and sometimes, you, like like you said, Ryan, you're talking about those those groups of cheaters that they let slide. That becomes a little ethically weird, yeah. right? As yeah, as the company, like, yeah, it really it really does because it's like you know, hey, you know, you're you're funding us. You're actually keeping money flowing in the economy, but um, you're not being kind of on the up and up. But we don't want to scare you away because. You know, potentially <laughs> a lot could come crumbling down if we would just like run you off. So it's yeah, it's this right. weird line they walk sometimes. Yeah, right. Uh, so we we've talked about, like some of the I guess more generic and and commonly used uh, uh, types of uh, ways that uh, developers address cheating, but uh, I guess we I kind of skipped over my favorite one, which is. Um, it, it, Titanfall used it as well yes, as this is great. Uh, I love this one. <laughs> yeah, we I talked about I, this one before. I think. But I think awesome. it's all of our favorites. There was another game that used it. Uh, I think it wasn't uh, Rust. Max we Payne. thought it was Rust. No, oh, yeah, it was yeah. uh, Max Payne Three. So basically, if if they caught you cheating in these uh, these games, they would uh, I guess make it harder for you to find matches. And the reason why it became harder for you to find matches is because you got put on a sub server. <laughs> that is full of cheaters like yourself. Purgatory. Yeah. So all those servers were I guess, in Australia. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like I've established where all the criminals are. And in previous episodes. Terrible. There goes our Australian listener base. I love yeah. you, Australia. No, no I love you, Australia. <laughs> um, so that I mean that by far is my favorite solution to this. So I mean, they just get a taste of their own medicine. They're like, oh, well, this guy's cheating, so I'm going to cheat more. And then, oh, crap, wait, he's cheating more, too? What, what's going on here? And you just get caught in this big web of, of cheating. And I, I'm not sure if there's a way out of this uh, purgatory, as, as Andrew <laughs> I lo- dubs it. But. <laughs> I, lo- I love the idea that you wouldn't notice it happening, and you're like, yeah, this is fun. I'm just getting all these rubes and stuff. This is fun, 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 fun. You're like, and after a while, you start playing this other server, you're like, these guys are dicks. <laughs> You're like, wait a second. <laughs> These guys are worse oh. than I am. What's happening? <laughs> Introspection is happening. It's self oh, yeah, it's a self-fulfilling yeah. prophecy after a while. It's awesome. Um, so, uh, like I was reading, as I was doing the research for this episode, I came across a, um, an article called uh, Nine Hilariously Evil Ways Games Punish uh, Cheaters. And so uh, a few of them I've already mentioned, but... Um, some of them are, are I have not yet. So um, permanently breaking the game, which I think I mentioned earlier. Um, uh, actually, I might not have. This might have been before we started actually recording. But uh, I think it was Donkey Kong 64. If you were to use the Game Shark to try to change, uh, I guess, uh, some values in the game, uh, it could either make it so you could permanently not pick up items and die in one hit, or it would actually permanently break the game so you could no, no longer play it. Uh, yeah, so imagine yeah. just spending whatever money on that uh, that uh, that game, and it just breaking because you try to cheat on it, and just never being able to play it again. Uh, you might ha- it might work if you bought another game, but I don't know whether it was uh, the the like the cartridge that broke or if it was actually the hardware in the uh, in your console. Um, oh, but by, by the way, thank, uh, you. thank you, Mr. David Roberts, for the article. Yes, yes, what he said. 
Um, yes. So uh, another one that um, I've actually experienced is uh, SimCity, one of the earlier versions of SimCity. Um, if you were to use the money cheat too much, uh, it would uh, generate, I guess, a, a, catastrophic, a catastrophic event. So like an earthquake that would destroy your city. Um, Corruption. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's like an well, Old actually, Testament god. Like, <laughs> yeah, rain down. It, it's It's been modified since, so in newer versions, if you do it, um, if you do the money cheat, it actually comes in the form of a loan at 25% interest rate. It comes in the form of millennials <laughs> tweeting it out. Like, what is this stupid government? <laughs> so yeah, and just imagine. Okay, yeah, I got ten thousand uh, dollars to to float me for a while, but now I got to pay it back at a twenty five percent interest rate. So that kind of uh, deters people from cheating. Um, what's some other ones? This is my favorite. Do the, the Lucas Arts one. That's my favorite. Okay, so uh, <laughs> Lucas Arts Afterlife, which I guess was a it was a management sim. So you're managing. Uh, I get souls that are coming into heaven and hell. Um, but if you were to use... Uh, yeah, it's your language. Of, <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Going to hell. Um, so if you were to uh, use the money cheat uh, in this game, uh, after a while, if you, I guess if you keep using it and you got too greedy, it would generate a death star <laughs> that would come in and start destroying your, uh, your city. I guess this is the, first, the your favorite one. Yeah, it was. It's yeah. absolutely my favorite one. I have never played it, but I I actually want to now. <laughs> so that, that's one favorite. thing to say. I think about uh, about cheats is that sometimes it, you know if uh, if it's been long enough and new cheats come out, it goes. Oh well, you know I kind of want to play that game and go try that cheat out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what was it? Um, Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Oh yeah, we talked about that, didn't we? Yeah, where so if. Somebody found the, the, the glitch that if you were to, uh, I guess, watch the opponent every time, or somebody in the crowd. Somebody right? in the crowd is a weird person in the crowd that if he stood oh, up, yeah. you could just one punch everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, things oh, no, like no, that no, no, might no. actually. Was... Go ahead. Sorry, I, wanted, I, I was just going to say that one was actually a tell. It, it was uh, on one of the. Oh, I forget, it's one of the later uh, characters in the game. It wasn't like. It was, it wasn't super macho man. Anyway, it's like basically if you watched when this one guy would like blink yeah. or his mouth would open or something like that, that is when you were supposed to hit the button and then you would knock the guy out. I think like one punch, like Honda one punch. Yeah. yeah, it was one punch. Yeah, it's like this is when you do it. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's glitches like that or cheats like that that might actually, uh, I guess, rekindle your the people's. Well, uh, and again, uh, that was recently discovered thirty years later. So that right. shows you that people are playing this game and looking for that thirty years later. That's all I'm saying. And that it can, <laughs> like, like I said, rekindle the the, uh, I guess, resurge the the note or God, what am I trying to say? Um, uh, engagement and yeah, engagement in, the game, in your yeah. game. There we go. Thank you, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> I obviously I'm, I'm cannot here talk for you, to Zach. He just <laughs> saved you. Help him with words. Line. Okay, so um, I, with the 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 instance I mentioned earlier, where uh, I guess the the anti hacker took control of the guy's. Um, uh, nope, actually, that's not that one. My bad. Anyways, uh, there's actually another. Uh, Another one uh, it's, it, that's like public humiliation or public banning, and it's in Guild Wars where uh, if they caught you cheating, they would actually have a giant, uh, I guess a giant Grim Reaper come and kill you with his scythe uh, in the middle of the game, which is... Embarrassing. I, I, yeah, that's that's actually pretty cool, though. That's kind of um, awesome, though. I kind of want to yeah, right? just to see that. Like, oh, it's like everyone. the Death Star one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I feel like I'm getting special attention. Like, ha ha! Um, <laughs> yeah, and then you don't get any attention. <laughs> and that's the kind of thing, but that, I, that might be feeding the cheaters. <laughs> that's all they want. They want some kind of attention. Even that League of Legends right, guy, he's like, I'm glad they banned me. I'm like, yeah, they just want attention, so I don't know. Maybe that's bad. Yeah, feeding, so feeding the trolls. <laughs> yeah, was it? Um, the, so another one is, uh, and this one's not not from the article, but from uh, Andrew and I's experience of playing Rust, in that they used uh, actually. Uh, I, I'm not sure if they rolled their own or, or if they just purchased this one, but they used Oxide, which is an anti cheat engine. So it would uh, actually, um, I guess, look for these things that we we mentioned. So. Uh, uh, those uh, speed runners, or uh, or the I guess hang on, I have the page pulled up here. Um, so it looks for uh, speed hackers who would use I guess the the update rate change. Um, they would use a, uh, look for wall hackers, wall kills, uh, melee speed uh, hacks, things like that. Uh, and so it was actually I think it's a, a plugin for uh, it might be for Unity based games. It's a C sharp library. So that's yeah, that sounds like it was made for them though. Yeah, that yeah. sounds like it was very much made for them. I mean, Rust Oxide, you know, it's if they didn't uh, make yeah. it, somebody actually made it for them. Uh, I think it is available as a service though, so you can actually uh, purchase a server with this on it and this actually run like your game. Money on it. making now too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I mean that that's a, a pretty cool thing. But so the purpose of this entire episode was actually to show you. <laughs> <laughs> that it's <laughs> just because he said was actually that's the only reason I'm laughing sorry go ahead anyways so the uh, the purpose of the episode is not to I guess uh, um, show you that like there, you're never going to be able to stop cheaters but I mean really if there's a will there's a way somebody's going to find a way it's to show you that it's it's happened to many 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 people before and that it probably is going to keep happening but uh to i guess address uh your the cheaters in in your game that you're making or or have made in a um i guess a, a fair way and to to really take into account what the, what the uh, what the penalty for their their action is um yeah yeah, what do you guys think are some good strategies actually for preventing people? Like, I guess that's the the question of all of this. Though, is that I mean, because we talked about <laughs> we just listed like a whole <laughs> enormously insurmountable list of <laughs> cheating methods. You're like, shit. <laughs> it's like I don't know what I could, how I could prevent that. But sometimes it's like it's like bobbing. It's like boxing. It's like knockout. Yeah, it's like punch out and knockout. It's like punch out. So you're like. Sometimes you have to like prevent it and say, "Hey, you can't actually do the inf- infinite ammo thing. You can't do this if you're playing in a multiplayer thing." But sometimes a weird glitch or weird cheat will get you more YouTube fun videos and stuff. So, what do you guys think of ways that devs yeah, can so- deal with this? Sometimes there are um, Easter eggs. Yeah, no, not just a, a glitch. Yeah, um, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm glad uh, that we mentioned the bands. Because that's my favorite solution. So <laughs> I you love can... your daughter. <laughs> You're so <What>? like. <laughs> we Everyone's like death. Just death. kill him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. You're cheating. You're done. Um, I I don't necessarily agree with that because I think if like these, it depends on on the severity of the cheat, I guess. But I mean, you got to think of if, if somebody's paying to play this game and they're cheating, 
they obviously care enough about the game that they they want to make themselves, I guess, better. So it, it, by banning them, you can actually uh, create, uh, I guess, bad press. Um, what was it? Somebody who was it um, that when they ban players, they actually uh, force them to make a public apology in order to be put back in. Oh yeah, I saw that. Um, was recently, it a yeah. Korean company? <laughs> no, it's H one Z one. They did that. They made you That's like, what on Twitch. They made you on YouTube. They made you make a YouTube apology. I was like. Screw you guys! I don't even want to play this game anymore. The game's not that good. Like, yeah. But uh, apparently, people wanted back in enough that they actually made YouTube apologies and and sent it. Uh, they posted it on YouTube and sent it to one of the executives or or one of the uh, the the people at the company, and they would they were allowed back in. And I guess that's I maybe so maybe it proves their I don't know. It's just a. This is a weird world. I don't know. Like it's, it it's, is. I mean, I feel like there's a community people- manager sitting back there, just like yes, yes, panda to me. You know, like once you were like once you bend the knees for a fealty to me, then you can actually come back. <laughs> exactly. It's like, come on, guys. Yeah, no, no, no. Forget about it. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I think, like we said, I think it's that line between preventing. Like, like shitty player experiences, right? That's what we're trying to prevent. Exactly. Because I mean, again, it's it's just a weird thing. Like we said with the speed running and the like back in the day, the game genie thing. Because the game genie thing, like that 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 was an amazing moment. Because I played on the NES, I didn't have a Game Shark. I'm older than that, so I had a Game Genie on my NES, and that was like I had a bunch of games that I played and beat or whatever. I or I didn't beat like Mario Brothers, which I Super Mario Brothers, but I never beat. But once the Game Genie came out, it breathed new life into it. You're like, oh, I could do fun things with this. It, so sometimes glitches and hacks and cheats, they breathe new life. And especially now we live in the age of YouTube and that can promote your game. So like I said, we talked about this before in our Oscar Clark episode, how Fallout 4, like the Bethesda games, how they have these glitches and fun ways, how those games are made for a YouTube generation that can get the word out. So that can be a positive side of it, but we don't want to... People that have really followed us and played our games and really are investing in the community, we don't want to punish them. So that becomes a weird thing. And so that 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 becomes the question. I don't know. I mean, like you said, Ryan, before, like is your is your is your ethics based on money? Which it, of course it is because we're all trying to yeah. do this for a living. But or is it based on? I think it's the, based on the type of game, right? You know, skill based games. Like I said, you you got to nip that in the bud immediately. Yeah, Obina, I mean, like, how my, do you how do you feel about this? You're like building a MMO right now. Like, what are you guys' like strategy on this? Thinking just about let this, them cheat. No, <laughs> <laughs> please play it and cheat. No, no, no. I mean, ideally, every developer wants to limit cheating. I mean, because it's, it's really because your focus is on the vision of your game. So, and, right. and the vision of your game is, isn't taken into account. I want everyone to exploit. You know, maybe pieces of the code I didn't catch, or some lapse in judgment in logic. Right. So, I mean, ideally, you do want you don't want cheaters at all. Um, so, uh, I mean, I guess well, I don't know if it's the type of game uh, that's like the core of like when when it's a good thing, when it's a bad thing. It's really that 
I guess the vision of your game, what you had, your idea of your game is not compromised. Cause I think that's, what's most important. True. The yeah, people that right. are following you, the people that are your community that you've built, what they want is the, you know, to see that vision come through in their hands and in their controller and on their screen. So regardless of what, what type of game it is, it's just making sure that is not compromised. Cause if it is, then you need to patch, you need to do whatever you need to do to make sure it, you know, it, it stays true to the original intent of the game. So well, we, we've actually, actually been I addressing. Wanna, I just want to like, I've got a little bit Fight. of a, a counterpoint to that. No, no, no. It's just a little bit of a mm-hmm. counterpoint. Like I in generally, in general agree with what Obina says, but I kind of take more of the view of like the right to swing your fist ends where the other man's nose begins. Like if you want to like play my game and cheat all day and you don't want, you don't care about the experience I'm offering. Well, that's on you. And like, I could patch it all day and try to prevent it, but you're the one who's actively trying to do it. So why put all that effort into it? You know, it's. But if I'm, but I, if I do have a game where it's like, hey, if they are cheating and all of a sudden it affects somebody else, like right. say we talked about the Dark Souls stuff, or maybe like aim bots and first person shooters, like yes, I want that out of there because it's making things <laughs> shitty for people who want to try to play it right. You know, right? Yeah, but I, I think, think that's the fundamental question. It's like, is it if it's like Fallout Four? I don't care. I'm playing by myself, so sometimes glitches like. I exploited that duplication glitch like because I had more fun doing that and I want to explore and I don't want to worry about items. That's fine. But if it makes – it's like, you know, you can do anything. My, like my mom always said, this is getting deep. <laughs> like, no, I'm serious. This is actually a thing. She said you can do anything you want in the world, but it, as long as you're not hurting other people. And that's actually yeah, – same. What, yeah. What's the – you know, that's the thing. It's like you can cheat all you want to and have fun and sandboxes and mod your game and do whatever and make yourself – what I don't know. God mode, that's all fun. But – as long as you're not putting that on other people, then that's fine. Yeah, I mean, and I think to to to, uh, to elaborate a little bit more on my point is just the vision of the game doesn't necessarily mean catch every cheater you see or catch every cheat you see. It's like understanding like what you wanted out of the game because. I mean, if I don't care that you're making 10,000 of these items and it's not affecting what the game was meant to be, yeah, yeah, then it's fine. And we don't really have to worry about patching that or or go out of our way. Because, I mean, even you can't even patch every every cheat because, you know, QA departments exist, but they are never, ever going to catch every cheat. That's why we every pretty much every game has some exploitation you can can leverage. Yeah, it's, it's impossible to play the games in all possible ways. They're yeah. flawed masterpieces, right? Unless you're <laughs> a Wardo, and then you can just do it perfect the first time. <laughs> oh, hard troll. Wow. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we've been addressing, I guess, a lot of the, um, the uh, I guess, exploit cheats that are out there, but the, I, I think the the hardest uh, a cheat to address, I think, is is one of the ones that I mentioned earlier in the the Clash of Clans uh, example, and that they had these these um, cheap shields that people were getting. So by using the the actual mechanics of the game as they maybe not as as they were designed, but not as they were intended, those are some of the hardest ones to handle because right. they're they're actually doing using the game the way you wanted them to use it, and they're still kind of a taking advantage of it. So, I mean, how, how would you guys, uh, I guess, advise on, on dealing with that kind of cheating? I don't know if you can, right? I mean, like you said, as the, as Jeff Goldblum in his illustrious role in Jurassic Park, he said, Ian Malcolm, life finds a way, cheats find a way. You're not going to actually prevent that stuff from happening. People will min-max the shit out of your game. Yeah. And so, like, I mean... It depends on, is that a failure of design at that point? You know, you're like, oh, I missed something. Or is that, 
an error, like an actual just logic error. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I don't think there's a, a failure in design because, like, like we said earlier, I think there's always going to be someone that's going to min max your game. It, it could be any kind of game, right. and so I don't think. I don't think there's a way to even prevent that. And some people, but the thing of it is, that's the that's the question too. It's like, yeah, you're trying to prevent that, but those people love that. Mm-hmm. They're getting so much joy out of doing that. That's how they play the game. So they're also enjoying it that way. So. And, I don't know. and if you lock down your game design to a point where someone can't min-max it, then it's Stop feels having like, fun. Exactly. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, like, like, <laughs> it's like you've really boxed yourself in completely. To, again, I think vanilla. Again, like we never have – I think all these episodes end with us like, we don't know. But <laughs> I, I think <laughs> really – I think we can actually hardly <laughs> recommend, though, that – don't hurt other players. I mean, if people want to do that, have a sandbox, let them do that. Let them have fun. Because like we said, glitches and speed runs, they can have a life beyond themselves, like 30, 40 years, like punch out and all those other games. But again, you can't hurt your other players. If they don't want to do that, they want to, they want to play it straight up. You can't prevent them from doing that. And that's that might be the line. You guys have fun figuring out how to do that. But that's that's <laughs> the line, I think. <laughs> right to your mother. Cool. <laughs> so I, th- I think that that pretty much concludes our topic today. Uh, Angie, Angie, do you want to wrap us up? Thank you, Professor Zach. <laughs> <laughs> Class dismissed. You did good, Zach. Round of applause. Yes. 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 That was good. I love that. You did awesome. Yeah. Quizzes tomorrow. Well done. <laughs> Stupid funny. Uh, Actually, first, Obina, you talk about our new exciting show. Oh, hells yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, we've been starting to talk about this in our Facebook lounge um, or Facebook group called the Debug Lounge. But uh, the new show that we've launched, um, not officially, but in the next com- in the few coming, the next couple of weeks, we will officially launch our new brand new show. It's called the Debug Lounge, um, namesaked after our Facebook group, of course. And this is a show that's all about, you know, developers like you, game developers and all their many flavors, salaries, sizes, et cetera, uh, skill sets. Um, so that's like, you know, programmers, engineers, artists, uh, marketers, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Every, basically every, every aspect of game, every discipline of game design, we want to hear from you. Um, uh, it's, it, I actually say it's akin to, you know, what Unity is doing with their Made with Unity campaign. And, th- and what we're doing is just trying to get everyone's story out in the open. Every, everyone that's in our community want to hear about what you're working on. Uh, we want every, everyone else to hear what you're working on because there's so much that people can learn at, from new developers and, and experienced developers. So that's what we're trying to do with the Debug Lounge. It's a swanky new show. We're gonna, I, I know you're going to love it. We've already started like um, etching out like, you know, the theme music and, you know, intros and stuff like that. And it's, it's starting to turn out really good. So I think everyone's going to really enjoy it. So, um, so yeah, again, this is all part of what, you know, the, the Facebook group, which is the debug lounge and yeah. Andrew, you tell That's us. That's the way, the only way to get on the debug lounge show is to join our private Facebook group, the debug lounge. It's, it's confusing enough, but it, it, it'll work. It doesn't matter. Once we get it started, it'll be fine. But if you search for the debug lounge on Facebook or you go to our website, the debuglog.com and join our, uh, monthly newsletter, the loop, uh, you can join that group. And inside of that, we've had a bunch of fun interactions lately. We have people asking questions. We post a bunch of nerdy stuff. We post 
any kind of things fun. You guys, Obina, you just posted a fun article about, or no, Obina, uh, Ryan posted that article and then you, you just kind of called me out on it oh, yeah. about how games are so, <laughs> games take a long time. And, you know, Obina's like, maybe, maybe Andrew will start giving me shit about my game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. So we have fun on there. It's like, it's the same thing as the show. That's where, when we're not doing the show, we continue this on a weekly basis on, the, the debug lounge. So check that out. You can email us any questions, comments at the debug log at gmail.com. Any criticisms for at Zach at the debug log.com. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I learn to read, I'll check it. <laughs> We're on Twitter, We're on Instagram, all at the debug log. I'm at my personal Twitter is at Andrew underscore Curry. That's C U R R I E. Mine is at O Beans. It's O with a H, Beans with a Z. Mine's at R E Kilgore, R E K I L L G O R E. Mine is at Eduardo CF1989. Yeah. All right. That was good. Fun episode, Zach. Nice one. Zach. Yeah. Cool. All Where's right. Your well, Twitters. I don't have one. We'll finish it off for a sec. Jeez. All right. Well, until next time, I'm Zach. I'm Andrew. I'm Alina. I'm Ryan. And I'm Eduardo. We'll see you next time. See you guys. Peace. Peace. You're listening to the do. <laughs> you got that was good. Come on, let's That's do it better. again. That's better, yeah. Again, again. Oh my god. <laughs> More dance monkey. <laughs> dance monkey. You're not even throwing popcorn at me. This sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this should be a good episode. Yeah, this will be fun. <laughs>